Hi, Maureen. Now it actually has been very recent to us last recording. Yeah. Like, you said that last yeah. time when it had been, like, a normal span of time in between recordings. And now when it's only been a couple days... Now we can't say it. Hobbit, please don't chew on that. Feels like we just recorded this morning. <laughs> oh, that's even nice. Uh, that's even sooner. Um, I do have good news, good animal news to share. Um, yes. Yeah, you already know this because I, like, told the group chat immediately because I was, like, crying because I was so happy. Um, <sighs> Bear, uh, if you guys recall, one of our senior dogs, he had surgery to have a lump removed on one of his back legs, and they... Love it, please. Um, and uh, because they tried to like uh, do a non-invasive like check for cancer, but couldn't, so they had to remove it. Um, but the biopsy came back, and it is benign. So, yay. yay! He's just a bit of a lumpy boy. Yeah, he's like every senior lab, just got a couple lumps. Um, but yeah, I mean Miles is a lumpy boy. Yeah, yeah. We were just concerned about this lump in particular because, unlike his other lumps, this one was um. Uh, it got infected, and we were like, that's uh, yeah, good. Um, but yeah, he's all good. He's all happy. The cone's off. His wound is healing nicely. Um, and everyone nice. at the vet loves him, and he loves them. Oh, obviously. Who wouldn't? Well, that's lovely. That's good news for the boy. Mm-hmm. Get your lumps checked. Uh, you have anything you wanted to share? No, my back just hurts. Mine too. I, like, pulled a muscle. It's been hurting. Oh, I don't know what I did. Like, yesterday I couldn't walk. And, like, I couldn't sleep last night because it hurts so bad. That's not good. So. No, it's not, which is why I might go. Chiropractors kind of scare me, but I'm going to go see a chiropractor. Wait, uh, have you read anything? Uh, No, no. I started catching up on fan fictions again. Oh, good. That's good. Oh, I read. What about you? I read March two. Um, oh yes. Yeah, I, I read March one earlier this year, and I finished March two. Um, it was really good. Um, it was more like historical moments I was more familiar with, like the March on Washington. Um, yeah. And but also like the um, the riot. They weren't riots, but like the police dog attacks on uh, protesting children in Birmingham. So yeah yeah so it's a it is a very educational book um important to it's comic uh by nate powell and oh i'm blanking on the senator's name john but anyway very good uh basically a biography written in comic form yeah in three parts yeah very cool yeah so shall we we shall, because I'm Ember Hart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? started a new book we started a new book we had okay and i don't think i clarified why i was so confused um i i realized i didn't 
so what really confused me was what Sandstorm said when they were going to the gathering. She's like, well, what if our daughters come back? And the way she said it made it sound as if they hadn't been waiting, like, months for Squirrel Paw to return. Like, I don't know how long Leaf Paw's been missing, like, in the timeline, but I'm gonna assume a couple days. Like, the way she said it, it made it sound like they just, like, popped off up to the shops for, like, you know, a couple minutes and, like, oh, man, what if they're not there when we get back? But, like... It, it just, I thought it was weird that she was so concerned. Like, what if they return tonight when, when one of them's been missing for literal months and one, like, like, I, I feel like the way she, it would have made more sense if she said, well, what if, what if Leaf Paw comes back? Not like, what if, because I feel like Squirrel Paw, maybe that's why she didn't want to, like, make it seem like Squirrel Paw will never return and <laughs> add more stress to Firestar's life. Um, but yeah, that's well, why I was so put a pin in this. Okay, you keep saying that as if, like, they did get back and, like, just went missing again. Like, so you're telling me within the past couple of days, before the gathering, before the four trees were destroyed, which we know in the timeline. Okay, in the timeline. Okay. We're with Squirrel Pop right now. Four trees, we were just told by the Wind Clan cats, were destroyed a couple days ago. So. Yeah. So, what happened in the prologue happened a couple days ago. So, it doesn't make yes. sense that's that the and maybe it doesn't. I'm just looking way too much into it. It doesn't make sense that Sandstorm is like, well, what if the girls come back tonight? Like, I'm just well, curious. Yeah, you keep saying, like, no. And I'm like, well, they couldn't have there, come back. There is something you're missing. There is there is part of something you're missing and you're going to find out in a bit. Okay. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, can I guess? Cause I'm going to guess like we got a sign from star sure. plan. Uh, we finally got something from our literal medicine cat who they never talked to. Instead, they decide to talk through his dead ex crush who once again, I would like to clarify was not that important to him in his living life. It would make so much more sense if literal yellow thing, it would make more sense if Tiger Star's ghost came and told them something. Because he has more of a relationship with Firestar than, than she does. Than, uh, God, I always blank on her name. Spotted Leaf. Spotted Leaf. I was like, sweetheart. I don't know why. It's just, yeah. It, it, it would make more sense. I, like literally anyone anyone to come back and be like hey i'm your hey I, hey i'm dark stripe i tried to poison my kid so i'm gonna give you my ghost mentorship as as a ghost as a medicine cat because it makes it literally yeah it, that makes more sense because we knew dark dark stripe for longer not not a random stop haunting me stop spotted leaf i am i want to exercise her all right, ready, ready to start? From this storyline. Exorcise. Yeah, God, I swear to God. If the next thing you say is Spotted Leaf says something, I'm going to poop my pants live on this podcast out of anger. Spotted Leaf. Leaf Pop calls desperately into the forest. Oh my God. <laughs> There's no way for me to edit that. It is full. 
I I'm going oh to have to cut out the visceral scream. I'm I'm gonna eat my own hand. I can't poop myself. I actually don't have to poop, but I'm gonna pop a blood vessel. I this is not helping my back pain. Oh oh yeah, I also have back pain. <laughs> I forgot to. We're two old lesbians. Well, two old old. Ladies. Well, I know what I did. I I pulled my back doing an ab exercise. <laughs> like, I think I might have worn like half inch heels for eight hours, and maybe that messed me up <laughs> after not wearing anything but flat shoes for the past eight years. All right, let's continue. I'm gonna poke out my eyeballs. All right. So Spotted Leaf had guided her so many times in dreams before, and if there was ever a time Leaf Pawn needed her, it was now. Wouldn't that make sense? She calls Wouldn't again. Wouldn't that make sense? I guess. Yeah, I guess that would make sense. Guess I guess guess who's not going to show up in the next five minutes at all? Because you know what? She doesn't show up for you, kid. She doesn't give a crap about you. All she cares about, apparently, is your dad. She is met with only silence. I it's moved from disdain to hatred I hate Spotted Leaf now her character I it this is you just didn't want her you you were talking about her not showing up now you're mad that she didn't show up I am mad that she's even part of this story I am mad yeah, I that know. I am mad that she made a literal child reliant on her existence as a ghost helper who could who could defy the laws of physics and cat star clan as we have known them so far. And then the second we actually need her help, when we actually call out to her, she can't even be bothered. To, like, give a, sorry, man, like a, hey, catch you on the flip side, nothing I can do. Like, the least she could do is be like, hey, like, comfort her. Like, there's nothing I can do. Apparently, I can move things, but I can't unlock this cage. My ghost powers went away. Like, this is so stupid. This is <laughs> so stupid. It's stupid because it's inconsistent. And it doesn't make sense. Why Spotted Leaf? Why her? Literally nothing about her is important to Firestar, to Leafpaw, to anyone. There was a different medicine cat after she died. A medicine cat that we spent years with. She was our mother figure. The connection to Spotted Leaf is so tenuous. And if we keep pushing it like this, it's just going to continue to aggravate me. And I'm so sorry to the people who love Spotted Leaf because I think you must love her because of the potential of what she could have been and not who she is. Because who she is in the story is literally the worst. Why, why, why can you stop me from, oops, slipping on a rock, but not, like, but not being kidnapped by literal monsters? <laughs> like, well, she said, look out. <laughs> There were multiple people saying, look out. Yeah, I guess all of Star Trek. And then they all and they, and they all gave up the second she got captured. Whoops. Like, the- ah, she can't see the stars anymore. 
She couldn't see the stars during the daylight. (laughs) (laughs) But the stars could see her. It's like, what are the rules, Star Clan? Because guess what? Because Spotted Leaf is not following them. She's making them up and making me mad. She gets. She should be kicked out of Star Clan. Yeah. Yeah. Excommunicate her soul. Don't worry. Star Clan is gonna get a lot more wild. I hope. I hope it's. I hope it's literally anyone else's ghost. Because if it's just Spotted Leaf, do like having random like. And the thing is, I can't even explain Spotted Leaf. She's not like mom superpowers. It's not like my great aunt. It's not like my best friend superpowers. It's the random lady my dad had a crush on when he was seven. <laughs> who who they who fell in love with him after she died? Kind of gross. Kind of gross. Spotted leaf. Gonna be real. Kind of gross. You're kind of gross for that one. There is no way for a relationship of an adult woman. Oh, an adult woman who knew you as a child to, who watched you grow up to then fall in love with you. You know what that is? That's grooming. Because she was an adult the whole time. I, I would. It wasn't grooming. I'm saying like in, in any other like situation, if she had been alive, it, it's, that's another layer that makes it so weird. She was just dead, gone for years. And then her ghost came back and was like, hey, if only, right? And it's like, no, not really. All right, you ready to go? Yeah. Continue? Yeah. Well, luckily, a yowl wakes her with a jolt, so no more dream time. Thank God. Leafpaw is trapped in a cage. It's small, with barely enough space to stand and stretch. It's packed among many other small metal dens lining the wall of the two-leg nest. The one directly below hers was empty, but below that, there's a bundle of dark fur. It wasn't a forest cat. She didn't recognize the scent. Whoever had yowled was silent now. She could hear the soft noises and shuffling of other trapped cats. She sniffs the air, but doesn't recognize any scents. She wonders where Star Clan is. Wonders for a moment if she's already dead. <laughs> this would be terrible. Yeah, like, hey, what did you do to get up here? Uh, appar- uh, well, she apparently, um, not war crimes, because, uh, literal war cl- criminals are in Star Clan. Oh, yeah. Well, which ones are we talking about? Well, there were some questionable, um, Shadow Clan cats at the beginning of the series, weren't there? We know Yellowfang. Yeah. Yellowfang's up there and she killed her kid. So that's fair. Like, yeah, I'm not really sure where the line is crossed. I know we haven't seen Tiger Star. Um, but like quite a few of those cats, like a couple that even Blue Star did some, oh, geez. Like she literally started a war with them and she got in. So I'm not really sure where huh. apparently Star Clan really honestly Where's the line? Where are the rules? What what's the baseline of Bad Bad? can't get in and also what are your rules for interacting with the living 
realm because it used to be we move the clouds sometimes we give you a, a, a prophecy if we feel like it and now it's become we can manifest physically and push you but apparently can't give you like any words of comfort when you're experiencing the worst time of your life all right so she pushes away the thought with a shudder her claws scrape the metal den. Just better not even believe that I'm already dead. I guess I'll just keep believing I'm alive until someone proves me wrong. You know what you get from that? Ghosts. That's how you get ghosts. <laughs> That's how you get ghosts. You're awake at last, whispered a voice. Leafpaw jumped. There was a tabby in the den next to her. Oh, hi. She smelled like a kitty pet. Oh, hi. There was kindness in her voice. Oh, who's this? But Leafpaw felt too wretched to reply. Fair. Overwhelmed by despair, she buries her nose in her paws and closes her eyes. Okay. This this sucks, because, like, usually when we're imagining things in Warrior Cats, we're imagining, like, epic battles between cats. But this I don't have to try very hard to imagine, because I've been to a shelter, and I've seen cats, like, shut yeah. down when they're that scared. <sighs> Amira was just wrapped around a kitten. Yeah, so I can very, I can very clearly imagine Leafpaw like, just, just frozen in fear. Mm-hmm. Because she has, she has, she's no idea what's going. She has no point of reference for this. Leafpaw hears another voice farther along. It's too quiet to make out any words, but there's something familiar about it. She strains to listen. We must get out of here, the cat is saying. Another cat asks how. There's no way out. The first cat insists that they can't just sit here waiting to die. He can smell the fear scent of other cats who've been here. He doesn't know what happened to them. That's language we but know. It scared their fur off. Yeah. But that's something all cats know. Oh, yeah. They need to get out of here before they become nothing but stale fear scent themselves. A rough voice says there's no way out, you mouse brain. Shut up and let us sleep. The words make Leafpaw feel sick with fear and sadness. She doesn't want to die here. She closes her eyes, praying for the safety of sleep. Wake up, a voice hissed, waking Leafpaw. It was the stranger in the cage next to her. She was soft and well-groomed, definitely a kitty pet, plump and soft-muscled beneath her tabby pelt. Are these, the like- The kitty pet asks if- Are these, like, barred on all the sides cages? Because I'm- I was envisioning- Yeah, I think so. Okay, because I was envisioning, like, most shelters- Not, I suppose, not- At least most that I have seen have, like, uh, opaque walls in between the cats and the only thing that's this is I don't think this, this is not a shelter uh oh this is a kill place isn't it I, no this is literally just like a shed with a bunch of cages full of cats it's like they're capturing them and then they're gonna take them to the shelter oh there's probably I don't there's get probably the logic some like there. raccoons in cages too if they're just randomly cat. do you I can't imagine like they probably had to, like, pitch to the foreman, like, hey, man, like, we, we know we've been digging up, like, thousands of cat skeletons. Um, well, there's actually still live cats around here. Like, should we just keep 
going around them. I mean, I, they're not really, like, they're there. Like, they're gonna get in the way. And they're like, I guess, I guess we'll capture them? Where should we put them? I don't know, George's shed? Uh, uh, it's like, <gasps> until we figure out how many there are, we'll just keep them in there. Okay. Oh. The kitty pet asks if she's alright. She sounded like she was in pain. Leafpaw says she was dreaming. She remembers her nightmare. Visions of rivers swollen with blood. Oh, cool. Great birds swooping out of the sky with sharp claws. Real casual conversation she... starter here. <laughs> Could have just said I had a bad dream, but no, no, no. Oh, she's not telling her. Oh, okay. No, she's just thinking. I was really hoping that she just like was like straight up, I have a psychic connection to the ones that have died before us, to this kitty pet who's like, ah, hi, I like treats. <laughs> like, Well, she'd seen Feathertail, hidden in the darkness, then swathed in starlight. Oh. Oh, boo. Oh, rude. She doesn't know why her paws are trembling. Uh, was this a, is this a premonition? This sucks. The kitty pet says she doesn't look well. She should eat the food in the corner of her cage cage? Leafpaw had never heard that word before. She looks in disgust at the two-leg food and says she's not eating that. Young lady. Young, young lady. You literally are in this situation because you wanted that two-leg food and also you're still starving. So you uh, you should yeah. eat that. But then last time she was gonna eat it. That's fair. She got well, a scary. well, she's already in the cage at this, a different cage now. I mean, at this point, might as well. I mean, you know. <laughs> well, the kitty pet says she should at least get up and wash herself. She's been hunched like a wounded mouse since the work folk brought her here. She sounds concerned when she asks if they hurt her when they caught her. No, Leafpaw mumbles. Then get up and wash yourself, the kitty pet says briskly. She's no use to anyone moping around. Leafpaw didn't want to get up and wash herself. The metal floor cuts into her paws and blood oozes beneath one of her claws. There was nothing here to ease the desperate fear that gripped her heart. Get up, the kitty pet says firmly. Leafpaw turns to glare at her, but the kitty pet holds her gaze. She says they're going to find a way to escape, and unless she gets up, stretches, and gets something to eat and drink, she'll be left behind. And she doesn't want to leave anyone behind, if she can help it. What's your- what's- what- what, what is your name, you- you take charge, kitty pet? Well, Leafpaw asks if she knows how to get out. The kitty pet says, not yet. But she could help if she stops feeling sorry for herself. And Leafpaw knows she's right. She's not ready to join Star Clan yet. She's a medicine cat apprentice. Her clan needs her. So she pulls herself up and starts to stretch. I'm Cody, the kitty pet says. Leafpaw, she introduces. Hi. What an odd Hi, name, Cody. Cody says. Wait, Cody's a lady? Yeah. That's such a cute name. That's really cute. Cody. Is it spelled with a K or a C? A C. With an I or a Y? A Y. Cute. Cody. Hi, Cody. 
<laughs> I'm, you're gonna die or something. Uh... Bad luck on getting caught, she says, and asked if Leafpaw lost her collar too. Cody wouldn't be here if she hadn't taken the wretched thing off. Her house folk are probably worried sick. It's nice that they care, but she can look after herself. <laughs> Leafpaw purrs with amusement. Is this, your, is this Firestar in a different life? A kitty pet looking after themselves. She'd starve without the food the two legs gave her. Well, Cody asks how she eats. Leafpaw says she hunts for it. Cody says she caught a mouse. Once. Cody asks if she's one of those woodland cats Smudge has told her about. Smudge? Smudge? Wait. Remember our friend Smudge? Oh my god, yay! Smudge is still around. I, I suppose he was, Leaf. like, the same age as Firestar. Yeah, he was. Well, Leafpaw says she's a clan cat, and she gives kind of a brief summary of what clans are. <laughs> <laughs> Cody says Smudge never mentioned clans. He had a friend a long time ago who went off to join the clans. Leafpaw says her father was a kitty pet who left his two legs to join the clan. Fascinating. Cody asks what her, Cody asks what her father's called. Leafpaw says Firestar. Could he be the cat her friend knew? Cody shakes her head. This cat was named Rusty. <laughs> they talk about the importance of names and how they're given in the clans, and Leafpaw said that her father was named for his pelt, which is as orange as flame. Cody says that must be Smudge's friend. He said Rusty had the brightest orange pelt he'd ever seen. Now he's leader of her clan? She can't wait to tell Smudge. Oh, God. I, I, I swear, I have a knife in my hand. If anything happens to Cody, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> well, and like, technically, Firestar has seen Smudge. I mean, it hasn't been written yet. But, you know. Are they brothers? No. Well, what do you mean, then? Oh, I mean, um, remember in Firestar's quest, we go and hang out in Smudge's garden. Oh, right. We ran- oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, when you said so. you know, I was like, are in love? Are brothers? Like, that's- what do you mean, you know? <laughs> do I know? Apparently I didn't. Well, Leafpaw feels a pang of sorrow as she wonders if Cody will ever get the chance to speak to Smudge. Oof. Or if she'll ever see her father again. Leafpaw says they need to get out of here. She knows her father is already worried about Squirrelpaw. He doesn't need another daughter missing. Lord knows, he doesn't need another daughter missing. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and then we switch over to Firestar, who's just like, am I bad, Dad? And, and Grayshape's like, listen, I've left my kids. They've disappeared. I don't know how bad it's about to get. Like, I don't think you're a bad dad. Then I'd be a bad dad. And there's no way that could be. Yeah. Yeah, right? Oh, God. Uh, it's hard there's to enjoy any, this cute moment with, with Cody because 
how many more girlfriends is Leafpaw gonna get before the end of this book? Leafpaw does kind of collect girlfriends, doesn't like, she? Like, good for her, but, like, she's running out of paws real quick here. <laughs> well, there's a hole high in the nest that she could maybe squeeze through, but how to get out of this cage? There's a latch that held the door shut. Cody says it's no use. She can't get a grip on the catch. Are they talking about, like, a sunroof or a chimney? I guess, probably. If we're in, like, a shed. I guess if we're in, like, kind of, like, a cabin or something. Or, like, an old... Like, yeah. if we're in Europe or we're in Britain... If we're in fantasy Britain, it's very possible we could have, like, a, a, a smoke, like, escape thing. Yeah, or maybe it's just a really high window. Yeah. It doesn't say necessarily that it's on the ceiling. I don't. Think. Well, no, it could. It could be. It could be a. It could be a sunlight. Those are pretty common. Yeah. Well, Leafpaw asks Cody if she knows why the two legs are trapping them. Cody shrugs. Yeah. She supposes they must get in the way of whatever they're doing to the forest. <laughs> she got caught when she went farther into the woods than she usually goes. Leafpaw says she doesn't normally come around here either but that she was looking for Cloudtail and Brightheart, her missing clanmates. She explains that some of her clan think they ran away, but she knows they'd never leave their camp. Honestly, just holler, their, just holler, like, some of the missing people's names. You might be surprised. Well, Leafpaw says she didn't realize the two legs were even trapping cats, but she had followed a clue and came across the scent of a missing River Clan cat. Leafpaw realizes that if they were caught, they might be here. Yeah. She looks around frantically now that it's light, and she thinks she can see Brightheart. <gasps> she calls her name, but it is drowned out by the nest door opening. Ah, poo. The two legs starts opening cages and throwing in more pellets. <laughs> Leafpaw flattens herself against the cage in fear. I hope, like, I hope whoever got that job, like, wanted it but it seems like he whoever this is doesn't really care too much they're just tossing well, Cody pellets. rubs her face against the two legs paw and lets it pet her so he seems into it leaf paw hisses how could she let it touch her cody says the work folk might be their best way out if she can convince them she's just a poor lost kitty pet maybe they'll let her go leaf paw should try Leafpaw shudders at the thought. <laughs> Your pride! The pride goeth before the fall! Brightheart, she calls again. Yes, came a weary reply. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> I love Brightheart. Brightheart was just like, Bright, she's not surprised. She's like, oh, who's who's next? Who got, who did this? Not surprised. Oh, look, it's one of Firestar's kids. I shouldn't be surprised. It's Leafpaw, Leafpaw calls. Leafpaw? It's Cloudtail. You're both still alive, Leafpaw exclaims. Yay! Leafpaw? Another voice asks. It's Mistyfoot from RiverClan. Oh, thank God! Okay, every, every, pretty much everyone I know is missing is here. I, I mean. Mistyfoot says she wouldn't be here if it weren't for a thieving WindClan warrior on her territory. A trembling voice below says he didn't know it was a trap. <laughs> it's Horsetail from Windland. <laughs> no! 
I can't just imagine for like the past like week. It's just been nonstop. Misty Push is like, wow, love kitty food. I mean, I know I was starving and dying, but don't miss hunting. Misty Foot wasn't. River Clan was fine. Like, she's like, don't miss my children at all. Don't, like, don't don't miss my life as a deputy. Not worried at all. My son just almost died. Like, and, and of course, Pudge is like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And she's just like, you better be sorry. I'm not done. Leafpaw asks how many other clan cats are here. Mistyfoot says about the same amount of rogues as clan cats. Well, I guess we're not going to have a bad, and... bad time rebuilding our clan. We can, we've just, we found our new recruits. Well, Leafpaw, well, Leafpaw kind of thinks like, oh, rogues, they only think for themselves. They're not really going to be any use. <laughs> and Blackfoot's like, okay. But uh, Cloudtail asks uh, Cody if she lives in Two Lake Place and if she knows a cat named Princess. Cody asks if she's a tabby with white paws. Yes, Cloudtail says. That's my mother. He asks how she is. Cody says she's great. A dog moved in next door, but Princess put it in its place quick. Wait, that is Princess is Cody's mom? No, no, no. Oh. She just knows her. Wait, who said that's my mom? Cloudtail. Oh, okay. Her son. <laughs> yeah, no, I knew that. I was like, she. I, I thought she had more kids. I mean, she technically does, but we never meet them. Mistyfoot says this is very heartwarming and all, but they need to figure out how to get out of here. <laughs> A rogue tells them to shut up or they'll bring the two-leg back. Heavy footsteps sound outside and Leafpaw freezes. The two-leg comes in with another cage. Leafpaw smells the cat's fear scent. She doesn't recognize her, though. Another rogue, Leafpaw decides. She's placed on top of Cloudtail's cage. She probably won't help much with their escape. But when the two-leg leaves, Mistyfoot exclaims, Sasha! Uh-oh! <laughs> Wait, uh, I don't know how to feel about this. Sasha? Wait, Sa Sasha? Wait. I thought she bounced to, like, go be a kitty pet. Did she just bounce to go be a rogue? Yeah. Okay, girl, we need you to go talk some, like, serious sense in, uh, I, like, I don't know how your relationship with Tiger Star it was, but, like, I got You gotta got talk a, to that boy. Like, I got a feeling you probably figured it out. Like, like most of the lady, the lady we know, Goldenflower, was with. Um, yeah. Also, hi, Sasha. Oh, this, what a terrible way for us to see you again. But, yeah. Good, good to see you again. Not good to see you again, but I, you're here. <laughs> well, would you like to hit me with a cat fact? Of course I would. <clears throat> no, folks, we ain't kitten. After the positive success of the Cat Facts, Christ. Cats Who Act, we are here tonight at Cat Facts, More Cats Who Act, the long-awaited sequel. Are you excited, Maureen? Ah, thrilled. What a perfect night. Our cat... A star has just arrived. You know her. You love her. Tiki. 
so we're gonna take a trip down memory lane for me and maybe for you maureen um to my childhood because tiki is a himalayan cat that along with several other uncredited cats played sassy in the 90s live action disney movie homeward bound Oh, I love Homeward Bound. Yeah, if, if you don't know. I love Sassy. Um, the basic story is three pets, one old golden retriever named Shadow, a younger bulldog named Chance, and Sassy, the cat, are left at a ranch while their family uh, temporarily moves um, after, like, causing trouble. It, they, I always thought they, like, gave them up to the ranch, but according to a review, they just, like, were moving temporarily, so they were keeping them at the yeah, ranch. Yeah, they, like... Um, yeah, they put them, they're, like, bored them, you yeah. know, when you board your dog. And the people who were watching them, like, left one day, and they're like, oh my god, we've been abandoned. So they're like, we're going home. And so they just, they, they, they truck it, and they uh, go on a quest to get back home. And it's pretty harrowing. Um, uh, so it was pretty hard to find, like, totally 100% fact-checked information about Tiki. Yeah. Um, so everything I'm going to say from here on is what I found in the sources I will have linked. And it's not 100% verified, but, you know, I'm just gonna... I'm going to believe. We're just having fun here. Yeah, n- nothing, hopefully, the information I'm giving isn't, like, dangerous, but, you know. Uh, so the cat Tiki was possibly a rescue from a kitten mill. Um, I saw that one source. Didn't see it anywhere else, but okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and may have gone on to play the cat Salty in the 1990s sitcom Caroline in the City. Um, it, it isn't listed on Tiki's IMDb, but that's pretty much what I could find. Oh my god. Tiki has an IMDb. She does. <laughs> I will have it late. Oh my goodness. Um, so I, I didn't find a lot, but I did find one resource uh, for the behind the scenes and how some of the more like scary shots of the movie were achieved with efforts to not harm any animals um Mm -hmm. so i saw some claims that uh animals were possibly injured on set but no actual claims were ever like filed or brought to court um or like verified that i could find i believe it was just like Mm. someone like being like this happened but everyone's like no it didn't (laughs) um and Keep in mind that the no animals were harmed uh, declaration provided by the American Humane um, is kind of hand wavy just because some people feel they criticize the group because they don't feel their uh, practice is up to snuff. Basically, um, I kind of went down a mini rabbit mm. hole on this and uh, but the following information um, is from the American Humane website. Um but I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, that the, Basically, the criticism is, is like there isn't always a representative always on set, always watching things, and there has mm-hmm. been situations. So it's like it's it's a fair criticism, yeah. and it is like paid for by a lot of Hollywood places. So, you know, do your own research, make your own decision. On the set of Homeward Bound. Um, oh, spoilers for... I'm about to discuss two uh, scenes. Um, so spoilers if you've never seen the movie, I suppose. Um, and spoilers again. Eh, I think it's on Netflix. Yeah. Go watch the movie. Yeah, spoilers again. All all the animals like do make it home in the end. So, but it's... Yeah, so I guess skip ahead if you don't want to hear about this like part. So I'm not going to get into specifics, but yeah. Um, so there's one scene where Sassy falls into a river and is swept down a waterfall. Um, yes. And... 
When Sassy is first in the river, this shot was achieved by putting her in shallow water with a harness. Um, the cat would swim from one trainer to another, and there were actually four people underwater to monitor her safety. I imagine they were, like, mm-hmm. in diving suits. Uh, they didn't really get into specifics, but I just, I yeah. was, like, imagining four people try to hold their breath. But they wouldn't have to hold their breath for too long, um, because several cats were trained for this scene and were only in the water for approximately eight seconds each. Um so oh. if there were four people, <laughs> um, I'm guessing they were wearing scuba gear because they're, how are they going to monitor if they're just down there holding their breath, like keeping their hands <laughs> up, making sure the cat doesn't like get freaked out. Um, and when she was swept down the waterfall itself, um, if you watch the scene, it's in like multiple cuts. There's close-ups of a cat and one that is happening that is a real cat in a shallow heat, heated pool. Um so like being monitored as uh and all the other scenes where you're actively watching a cat being swept down is a a fake cat that is a fake cat it's not real um it's pretty Ah, cleverly edited that you can't really tell um but uh but now i know there's also a mechanical cat used in some of the scenes um so when when the real cat is visible in the close-up shots she's in a heated pool and she's she's totally fine um she's just chilling yeah and she does look scared but you know any cat in water is gonna be like what man except a rotor client cat of course um and the scene that freaked me out the most when i was younger is when chance gets porcupined in the face um and they have (sighs) to take the quills out um the sassy actually attempts to get the quills out uh, first and the way they did that is they basically um it, it was like sh- it was shot in like intervals with like a real porcupine and a fake dog um and they actually let the porcupine hit the fake dog to show contact um so that's a little because uh, that is you know a real animal being irritated um yeah. but then there were rubber porcupine needles were attached to the side of the dog actor's face of spirit gum um, which is like what we use to apply like fake stuff, which I was like, oh, that's pretty yeah. smelly. Um, but you know, it's been, it is actually pretty smelly. It's the 1990s, so maybe they didn't have um, more animal friendly options. Wouldn't be my first choice, but once again, this is from yeah, this is just from the humane si- uh, website, so I'm not 100 if all of this is true. Um, then Sassy tries to take like tries to take off the needles. Um, and to achieve this, uh, cat food was placed on the dog's face, and the cat went for the cat food. <laughs> so, um, and yeah, apparently the, uh, it, there wasn't, um, like, any issues with the cats around dogs or the cats that they chose for that part. Yeah, um, yeah that's probably pretty important in a movie with three stars, two of which are dogs. Yes, um. And also more about the quill, uh, about the scene where they're rescued. Um, Shadows actually get gets muzzled later in that scene. I just remember this scene in particular was very scary to me. Um, but the muzzle, the blue muzzle that's on Shadow, uh, he was trained to wear a muzzle and could have taken it off at any point. It wasn't ever, ever actually fastened to his face. Um, ah, so, mm-hmm. and also when they actually remove the quills, um like it looks terrifying it looks so terrifying it was it was uh fake it was all <laughs> fake but like it, it freaked me out as a kid so 
yeah, that's a little bit oh, that's interesting. movie magic. Um, yeah, so I, I sadly wasn't able to find a lot about Tiki herself or the other cats who played Tiki um, in the movie. Played Sassy. Right, who played Sassy. <laughs> um, but that's kind of what I found. And I, I, I mainly wanted to cover this because I was like, man, Homeward Bound. And then I found I love Homeward it's Bound. It's very good. Makes me cry. And when yep. I remembered the scene with the porcupine needles and reading how they achieved that, I was like, whoa, that scared the crap out of me. Dang. I'm glad that dog's okay. I feel a little better, though. Yeah. Um, well, shall we get back into it? All right. What a fun Scorpion reunion we're races. having. We're about to have a not- I'm a great reunion. We're about to have a not fun reunion. I mean, none of our re- We're having bad reunions. Not fun reunions. Like, we're- We're, we're seeing- We're getting home and meeting old friends, but not in situations or uh, circumstances anyone ever wants. <laughs> Squirrelpaw races ahead of Brambleclaw and Stormfur towards the ravine. The stench of two-legged monsters hung in the air, and her heart grows heavy as a stone when she hears the roars ahead. They're here already, she whispered. Brambleclaw's pelt brushes hers as he passes and tells her to go carefully. A broad trail had been gouged through the forest, their ways blocked by monsters, two chewing up more trees. Brambleclaw reminds her that Midnight told them it would be bad. He sounds eerily calm. Squirrelpaw presses herself close to him, seeking comfort from his warm fur. Brambleclaw says they need to approach the camp from the other side. Stormfur asks Squirrelpaw if she's okay. Squirrelpaw lifts her chin and says she's fine, she just wants to get back to her clan. So they set a brisk trot away from the two-legged devastation. As they pass the training hollow, Squirrelpaw pushes ahead of Brambleclaw and Stormfur again. Her chest tightens with fear as she reaches the gorse tunnel. She doesn't hesitate when she races through the thorns. Oh god, okay. Firestar! She yowls, exploding into the clearing. It's weird that they, they always call people by names. It's empty. Oh! The camp oh, is silent. Oh, I knew this. I knew this was going to happen. The scent of cat is stale. Oh, this is really sad. <laughs> On trembling legs, Squirrelpaw goes to her father's den. For a moment, she lets herself believe that he'll be there. But the bedding is damp and musty, unused for several days. She goes to the nursery. Kits and elders are always last to leave the camp. There's nowhere safer than the nursery. Even though there's always a hole behind the nursery. <laughs> plot. Maybe they have finally fixed the that. The plot hole. We can't get rid of it. But it's, it's empty. Oh, jeez. There's a stale smell of fox. And Squirrelpaw starts to panic. But Brambleclaw assures her it's okay. The scent is stale. There's no sign of a fight. Where has the clam gone? Squirrelpaw wailed. Brambleclaw's eyes glitter with fear. He doesn't know, but they'll find out. Stormfur asks if they're too late. Squirrelpaw says they should have come quicker. Yeah. Stormfur growls. No, that's, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. Stormfur growls that they never should have left in the first place. 
They should have stayed and helped their clans. Brambleclaw argues that they had to go. It was Star Clan's will. Stormfur, shut up! Where have our clan mates gone? Squirrelpaw cried. Or was it, who said that? Did Stormfur say we should have never left? Yeah. Stormfur, you didn't have to leave. <laughs> also, you didn't want to leave. The shut up, dude. Kind of. I mean, he's the one who wanted to go back. Well, Squirrelpaw pushes past them and back into the clearing. Stormfur points out that there's no blood, no sign of a struggle. And he's right. Squirrelpaw hopefully says they must have moved somewhere safer. Yeah. Brambleclaw nods. Stormfur says that they should look for scents. It might give them a clue. True. Squirrelpaw goes to check Cinderpelt's den. The smell of roots and herbs is as strong as ever. But Cinderpelt's scent is stale. She comes to a terrible realization. Cinderpelt's scent was faint, but Leafpaw's was fainter. Wherever ThunderClan had gone, Leafpaw had left before them. A screeching warrior's cry sounded. Jeez, from is that is that gray stripe? Is that gray stripe? Graystripe holding down the fort and screaming? <laughs> Squirrelpaw sees a flurry of gray fur and her legs buckle as a cat heavily okay. lands Okay, is it actually Graystripe? Squirrelpaw rolls to her side and feels the claws rake her flank. Ow! Her assailant falls to who the ground. Is th- who is this? <laughs> who is this who's here and doesn't recognize the red-headed, like, kin of... Firestar. Squirrelpaw spins to face her attacker. Trying to steal my supplies, are you? Cinderpelt! <laughs> Squirrelpaw gasps. Squirrelpaw! Cinderpelt's eyes stretch wide in surprise. You, you've come home! <laughs> what the, what, why is Cinderpelt here? Why did we leave Cinderpelt? She rushes forward and brushes her muzzle along Squirrelpaw's cheek. She asks where Squirrelpaw's been. Is Brambleclaw with her? Squirrelpaw asks where the clan is. <laughs> Brambleclaw and Stormfur burst into the medicine clearing. They heard fighting. Is everyone All okay? All I can hear is just like Cinderpelt going, Yeah! <laughs> just tackling no. a child. Don't take my leaves! Why is she here, though? Well, Brando- Brambleclaw asks who attacked them. Did they chase them off? Cinderpelt says, actually, that was me. <laughs> Whoops, my bad. Uh, she had just come back to fetch supplies. Oh. So. Okay, so they- There's still herbs and stuff, so she's oh. got- She's just you getting came some back? Okay, so stuff. everyone can't be- Yeah. Everyone's not that far gone, then. Come back. Come back, Brambleclaw echoed. Where is everyone? Cinderpelt explained that they had to leave. Two-legged monsters were getting closer and closer. Firestar ordered them to abandon camp. When? Brambleclaw asked. That was like a couple days ago. Two moon rises ago. <laughs> yeah. Literally a couple days ago. Yeah. Squirrelpaw asked where they went. Sunning Rocks. Oh. So they're uh, they're, they're literally down the road. Sunning Rocks. Yeah. Woo! Well, she came. 
She came back for supplies. Now that she doesn't have leaf paw to get fresh herbs, she's running low. Uh-oh. Squirrelpaw's heart lurched. What happened to leaf paw? Cinderpelt looks at her with such pity. Squirrelpaw wants to turn and flee from the news. The two lakes have been setting traps for them, she exclaims. Oh. Leafpaw was caught the day before they abandoned camp. Oh, glad we figured it out. But so that's why Sandstorm was, because they moved camp. They all left camp. And she's like, so if our daughters come home and our house is completely empty. No, I understand that. I just, like, didn't understand why she was like, like, I got that they were leaving. What I didn't get is why she thought they would, like, after, you know, after Sand, after, after, Squirrel has been gone for months. Why was she like, what if they come back literally tonight? Well, she's been gone for like a yeah. month. Like a little bit over a month. And I mean, she can come back anytime. They're hoping yeah. she'll, the she's going to come back yeah, at any the re- moment, Yeah, so. I think that's why I was like confused. Because I was like, why is she so eager? But it, it makes sense. Because like, of course, a mom would bleed, hopefully. Until she like knew different. She's like, she's coming back. What are you talking about? Shut up. Squirrelpaw swayed unsteadily on her feet. With a sickening flash of horror, she understands all the dreams she'd been having about fear and darkness. Brambleclaw asks where the two legs took her, and his voice sounds so far away. Squirrelpaw shudders, trying to fight the shock in her body. Cinderpelt says they don't know. They sent patrols, but the place was overrun with monsters. It wasn't safe. Firestar had to think of the clan. She'd go looking herself, but says she wouldn't be of much use. And for the first time, Squirrelpaw notices how thin Cinderpelt was. Because they've all been eating pretty good, but they've had to... They've only had to feed six of them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they've been getting real strong from all that walking they're doing. (laughs) Brambleclaw asks how the clan is managing. Cinderpelt says, not well. Not good, dude. Not, not salt. Not, not super great. She tells them Larchkit died. Prey has been so scarce, they've all gone hungry. Dappletail's dead from a poisoned rabbit. She pauses, panicked, and asks if they ate any rabbits. Oh, jeez. Stormfur says they haven't seen any. She's like, wait, you didn't, like, you didn't, did you? They didn't. Cinderpelt bursts that the two legs have ruined everything. Brightheart and Cloudtail were also missing. They think the two legs took them too. And remember, Brightheart is Cinderpelt's sister. Right. Ouch. Well, Brambleclaw murmured that he didn't think it would be this bad. Midnight had warned them, but... <laughs> yeah. Squirrelpaw wants to comfort him, but there's nothing she could yeah, do. Midnight warned you, and then you were like, time to go on an adventure. Cinderpelt asks what he means by Midnight warned him. <laughs> Squirrelpaw says Midnight is a badger. They traveled to see her. You went to see a badger? You know, when you say it like that, it, it sounds worse than it is. Uh, God told us to do it. <laughs> yeah, at Sundrown Place, Squirrelpaw okay. says. And Cinderpelt doesn't understand any of this. She's like, I, I are, do not know just, what this you is. You are saying nonsense words to me, child. Well, Stormfur tells her that Star Clan sent them, one from each clan. That's why. That's why. Sam, that's why Stormfur's with us. 
You haven't really not. Like I like how Wind Clan was like, "What are they doing with you?" And and Cinderpelt, who's used to like the like uh Firestar having like who's friends with everyone, she's just like, "I'm not questioning this." Yeah. No. You were both raised by Storm. Starplane sent them. Cinderpelt gasped. They had thought Starclan had deserted them. But they spoke to them? In a dream, Brambleclaw says. Stormfur says Feathertail had the same dream. And Crowpaw and Tawnypelt, Squirrelpaw added. Cinderpelt says they must come tell Firestar everything. They have heard nothing from Starclan since the message about fire and tiger. Fire and tiger? Squirrelpaw asks. Oh yeah, that's, Cinderpelt that's says why we said you oh, remember. Yeah, that's why we like we're kind of like being rude to you. Yeah, that's why we're being absolute tools to you. But it's okay now, cause, well, I actually don't know what you did that will help, but apparently, something. Cinderpelt says they'll find out about it soon. They need to come back with her now. The clan needs to hear their story. Dun dun dun. So we're gonna go to Sunning Rocks and meet the clan again. So hopefully we'll get a little reunion next time. Firestar can have one of his daughters home as long as this uh, short trip doesn't go wrong. Oh God, don't say that. Okay. I don't even. We're ending it here. Um, if you. <laughs> I, I don't yep. even wanna guess what's gonna go wrong. Um. If you want to keep in touch with us, you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at WCWITCast. And, and if you want to contact us a different way, if you want to contact us directly, you can contact us at WZWITCast at gmail.com. Um, both of those places are spoiler free. And if you want to help out the podcast, <laughs> I'm so tired. If you want to help out. If you want to help out the podcast, one of the best things you can do is share this episode with a friend and be like, oh my god, it's only the second episode of this book. Things are going wild so far. So jump in. <laughs> jump in. The water's, jump water's warm. in. Just like it was warm for Tiki when she was, yeah. when she was acting. <laughs> I put Brenna in a tub of warm and water. And I just, I paddle to her. <laughs> it feels like a rushing river. Yeah, well, that's the effect. We do like cuts. I'm never in danger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> end, end the podcast. Because <laughs> I'm Ember Heart. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that?